When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Salah and Alvarez continue to do well, but this is how you're going to get them in your team. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. Game week five was disappointing for many. The good news is there's light at the very end of a, a dark, long tunnel ahead. Uh, but let's start with the highlights from game week five. Give me 60 seconds and let's go. Well, Man United assets continue to disappoint, don't they? So many have Bruno and Rashford. Blanks all over the park there. Brighton, well, they just completely bossed them. They outfootballed them and players like Matoma, despite not returning, still look like very good FPL options. When we look at the Spurs midfield, we're heavily invested there, aren't we? Madison and Son, well, again, more blanks. It was the story of the game week. If you captain Son, however, like me, fair play, it was a brave decision, but it was probably the wrong one because Erling Haaland could have had a 20-pointer and Son captainers, like myself, we got away with one. We really, really did. When we look at Chelsea, wow, Chilwell, Jackson, Sterling. That's a really popular trio many FPL managers have. They accumulated three whopping points. Aston Villa, keep your eyes on them. They're looking sharp. I like the look of their wing-backs. But Ollie Watkins, well, he still can't hit a barn door, can he? And Mo Salah was the king of goals and now seems to be the king of assists, but still an FPL god. The theme of today's show is around some must-have, oh, verging on must-have assets. Two players I don't have. If you're on a wild card, players like Alvarez and Salah, they're going straight in your team. If you're not on a wild card, then the question is, is do we have to move heaven and earth to get them? So before we answer those questions, I want to compare Alvarez first up to two popular forwards in Jackson and, of course, Ollie Watkins. Because these three forwards are all around the same price point, Alvarez, Jackson, Watkins. And for many of us, You've got one of them and one of them only. Let me just show you the, the, the Man City pass map from the weekend just gone. So this is from between the posts. And just to show exactly where Alvarez is playing on the pitch, he's the number 10. He's the creator. He's the De Bruyne, right? This is a very clear identity Man City play with. This is a, a pass map so many teams in world football would be envious of. As we expect, a lot goes through Rod Rodri. As we expect, there's, there's width with Foden and Doku. And as we expect, Haaland that isn't overly involved, he's just waiting there. He's, he's, he's the predator, right? But Alvarez is the creative source behind him. Foden and Doku are close, but Alvarez is the most dangerous. The pass map suggests it, but the data backs it up. So let's look at the numbers so far this season. Alvarez has more minutes than Jackson and Watkins, although both they've all been starting all the games. When it comes to goals, Alvarez beats them. He's got two goals. Well, Jackson, we know, only has one, and Watkins still hasn't scored for Villa. Assists again. This is where Alvarez should really threaten. He's got three assists, Jackson zero, Watkins two. Even with three kicks, by the way, set pieces. Alvarez is the only one here on set pieces. He shares the corners with Foden, but he's on you know, direct free kicks. We saw him hit the woodwork at the weekend just gone. What an effort that was. And when we look at that expected goal involvement total, Alvarez is at 2.9, Jackson is at 3.73, Watkins at 2.6. So all these three guys, after five games, you look at the expected goal involvement numbers, all in between 2.6 and 3.73, and you'd go, 
all these players are all good assets because they're all getting chances. They're good XGI numbers. But unfortunately, only one of them is converting at the moment. Really converting. You know, sure, Watkins has got a couple of returns in assists and Jackson's got the one goal. Alvarez, five returns from an XG of 2.9, an XGI of 2.9. And that's reflected in the FPL points. 37 points compared to Jackson's 11 and Watkins' 22. That's a massive swing, isn't it? When we all went to Watkins or Jackson, we probably thought about Alvarez and didn't go there, but we thought about it. Well, imagine if you went Jackson instead of Alvarez. Yeah, me, many of you as well. Look at that point swing. Absolutely huge. 26 points difference between the two players. I don't even know what 26 points does to your game, your overall rank, but it's, it's, it's not even hundreds of thousands. It's millions at this point in the season. Do we move to Alvarez now is the million dollar question. Well, the fixtures are there. And I think there's a strong case to go, I'm selling Jackson, who's got Aston Villa at home, and I'm jumping on Alvarez, who's got Forrest um, at home. Um, however, there's a few caveats to this. Caveat number one, straight away, for me, is you might already have Triple City. I can't make that switch in one move. I've got Guardiola and I've got Foden as well as Haaland. That's not a move I can make. It's probably a move many of you can. And then the other big question is, are you thinking about wildcarding soon? And if so, does that mean you can maybe wait on Jackson a week or two and then bring him in on wildcard? However, I would know the fixtures for Man City are good right now, but in a few weeks' time, that's when they start to turn. So it does feel like Alvarez is someone you should be striking when the iron's hot. Many of you will think you've missed the boat because you'll look at those returns and go, he's already had his five returns in five games. Well, I think that theme could easily continue. And if I could make that move, Jackson, to Alvarez, I think that'd probably be the, the most sensible move I could make this game week. Unfortunately, I'm blocked, but many of you guys won't be. So there's my take on Alvarez, guys. Let us know what you think. I uh, just want to give a shout out, by the way, to So Rare, who sponsored today's stream. Alvarez is definitely someone I've got my eye on in So Rare. And I've noticed in the last few days, they've released these awesome looking 3D cards. So if you haven't played So Rare before and you like fantasy games, sure you all play FPL. If you want to adopt another fantasy game, then So Rare could be the game for you. So there's a link in the description if you want to try it. Try it for free, play the amateur version and get to know the game and then decide if you want to, as many do, try and make money with the game. So thank you so rare for supporting the channel and of course you guys for supporting the channel as I know many of you do by hitting that like button and subscribing and some of you are even jumping on board and signing up to uh, the memberships on my channel. I've got a great WhatsApp group you can join. Just check out the members uh, options uh, on my YouTube channel. Let's move on and talk a little bit about Mo Salah though. So sure, Mbomo's probably been the standout midfielder in the league this season. Certainly in terms of FPL points, he's top. But Salah is just behind. And when we look at various metrics, Salah is first or second in so many of them. So for FPL points so far this season, I think uh, Mbomo's got the most. Um, and Salah's just behind. In goals and assists combined, so attacking returns, Mo Salah is top. He's first of all midfielders in the game. The big chances total, he's joint second. The expected goal involvement, he's second. They're, they're good, good numbers. And the Liverpool fixtures read really well. They've got West Ham at home, which I like as a fixture, especially seeing what Man City did to West Ham in their own backyard. Even Chelsea clocked good XG against West Ham. So I like that fixture game week six. Game week seven is away to Spurs. Again, I expect goals. Then it's away to Brighton. Tricky one. But then it's Everton home, Forest home, Luton away, Brentford home. 
That run of four fixtures from game week nine, which is, by the way, when many managers will be looking at a wild card, I've done a wild card Windows um, YouTube show a couple of weeks ago. It's still very relevant. Check it out. I think we'll all want Salah in our team. And we're probably going to want double or triple Liverpool in our team for that moment. Do we move to Mo Salah now? Well, yeah, if you can move easily and you've got the funds, definitely I love that game week six fixture. If you've not got the funds and you're thinking you might need a wild card to bring him in in a couple of weeks' time, definitely have him on your radar. And I'm sure he's going to be a super popular asset that's going to go up in price because the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, he's only had a couple of goals, but I think he's had four assists. It's useful, isn't it? And he has missed a penalty. Will he be off penalties? That's the big question. I think he'll get another go. But Sabotzlai, great record. McAllister, great record. Let's see. Let's watch this space. So this is the Liverpool pass map from the weekend just gone against Wolves. Now, they were poor, Liverpool, the first half. The old cliche, game of two halves, it really was. They came out the second half, Liverpool, and looked like a different team. I really like this pass map just to go, Salah's often anonymous and we know that. Like, no one thinks Salah's super involved in the game of football, touching the balls, ball loads, getting loads of passes. The reason Salah doesn't do that well in the bonus point system, unless he scores or assists, is his underlying data is pretty rubbish because he's often off the ball and anonymous. However, when he's this advanced, look how high he is. Like, Hakpo played number nine, Jota wide left. They're both in midfield a lot of the time. Salah is the complete luxury in this team. No defensive responsibility. So he's always high. And he's not actually that wide for Mo Salah. That's a fairly central position for him. And again, the more central he is, the better chance I think he often has of scoring. So I look at this pass map and go, yeah, I don't mind Salah's not involved. That's super fun. He's going to get so many attacking returns in that position on the football pitch as Liverpool's most advanced player by a country mile. So always good to gauge there. He's still, I think, going to be very close as the... As, kind of following Haaland as the second best asset in this game in terms of FPL points. And he'll give you an alternative captain each week should you ever want it. Although signs suggest we don't need alternative captains at the moment, do we? I want to focus on some players that have been getting the numbers, right? They've been getting the chances. They've been unlucky not to get more assists, but they've certainly been getting the, 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 the expected goals but not converting. So let's have a look. We've got five weeks worth of data now at the worst or the, the biggest uh, underperformers of their XG, right? In other words, the worst finishers in the league so far. So I've got the table here from Fantasy Football Scout. Uh, check out the Scout members area, guys. Um, so this table suggests that so far this season, the worst performer in front of goal has been Ollie Watkins because he's accrued 2.38 XG and he hasn't returned. So sure, Jackson's got a higher XG, but he's returned. So when we look at the, the delta on that, the biggest difference from their actual to their predicted is, is Watkins at minus 2.38. He should have had 2.38 goals. Jackson should have had 2.3 more goals. They've both been really bad. Are they bad FPL assets is the question. I'd say no, not at all. I'd say they might become bad FPL assets if they keep doing this consistently, but five game weeks probably isn't a big enough sample size to completely judge them. Because we know, historically, Watkins scored loads of goals last season. He went on an unbelievable run. He hit the woodwork for Villa this weekend. He's been unlucky. Jackson, has he been unlucky or just really bad at finishing? Probably the latter, but we know at times, pre-season for Chelsea, at the end of last season for Villarreal, he can be an efficient finisher. Is patience running dry with these players? I'd suggest yes, it is. 
and maybe we wait till they're a bit more confident and they start hitting barn doors. And off the back of that, we then look to bring them back in. Man United's an interesting case because the fixtures are there. I still don't think I'd be selling Rashford or Bruno this week. I actually don't own Rashford. And off the back of seeing him against Brighton, I'm like, oh, I'm a bit worried about that. I'm a bit worried about that because he did look good. So sometimes these numbers can make you go, yeah, they're a terrible finisher. And other times you can look at these numbers and go, actually, just be patient because the chances are there and the returns will start. And I think that with Man United midfielders, I don't necessarily think we can be any more patient with Jackson and Watkins. So it depends how you read this, but useful information nonetheless. Guys, shall we have a little look at my early thoughts and my team? I don't want to reflect too much on the game we just gone. We can see like blanks all over the pitch. I'm guessing many of you look at your team and go, yeah, I had tons of blanks this weekend. Like, yeah, nice to have a return in there. Likes of Levi Colwell. Colwell, by the way, I think he had an XG of 0.5 plus. And on top of that, he had a goal disallowed. So a little bit unlucky with, with Colwell. But outside of that, I got away with one with, with not going Haaland captain. It could have been way more than six points for Erling Haaland against West Ham. Like, should have been should have been so many more. And fair play to those that had Salah and Alvarez. Now, many of you will look at your rank, like me, and go, I'm so disappointed. Guys, it's so early. Don't worry too much about your rank. Honestly, all it takes is one different swing. We spoke earlier, the difference between Jackson and Alvarez was, what, 25 plus points? That one decision is millions in rank. And sometimes those decisions will go for you. And maybe to date, they've been going against you. Things will change. In terms of my bus team, let's have a quick look at it. Early thoughts, I'm not sure what I'm doing with transfers and Champions League and European football. Many of the, the good FPL teams are in the Europa this season as well, remember. We've got to keep our eyes on Villa and Brighton and Liverpool and West Ham on Thursday night, as well as all the Champions League teams on Tuesday and Wednesday night. So I won't be making any transfers till after that. At the moment, I look at my team and think Nico Jackson probably needs to go. I wonder if a short-term punt on a Brighton forward, Brighton at Bournemouth at home, or if I jump early on a Liverpool forward... I'm still not entirely sure. I could even look at Hoyland at Man United. I definitely think Hoyland is someone we could be paying a bit more attention to. Like he, we didn't expect on his, his home debut, his home first start for Man United to get 90 minutes. And when he went off at what, 60, 70, the crowd were booing. They didn't like the decision, but Ten Hag wants to integrate him in the team. But he looks like Man United's number nine now, doesn't he? So I like that. Hoyland fixture who plays Burnley but again I want to watch Hoyland in Europe so lots of options where I can go I could even look to make a midfield transfer and reverse the decision I, I did with selling Rashford and look to bring Rashford back in short term um, but again I want Foden I want my Spurs boys I think I want Saka and I definitely want Matoma guys later in the week I'll do my team selection we'll talk about captaincy a little bit more as well so stay tuned thank you all for the likes and subscribes I hope to see many of you joining the channel membership soon as well but for now I'll see you next time Go Podcast Network.